Hello, Taurus. I'm your host, Magical Matthew. On this excursion, we are joined by tour guide Mindy Muir, who discusses her take on the 50th anniversary of Walt Disney World. She also gives us her impressions of the 100th anniversary of the Walt Disney Company as she has seen thus far. As always, she's loaded with a lot of information, and she has some very strong opinions as well. This trip is headed out, so all aboard! Welcome back, Tours. This is Magical Matthew, and today I'm joined by, well, our wayward tour guide, Mindy Muir. Hi, Mindy. It's been a long time. Hi. How are you? I'm so good. It's been a late morning here. It's like 11 o'clock, and it's just wake-up time. <laughs> <laughs> it's rainy outside, so it's still dark. It's just been a lazy day today. But it's good. Sometimes you just need those sleeping and, you know, stay in your pajamas with a good book and on your couch, just in the quiet and do nothing kind of day. And I have a feeling that's what it's going to be. <laughs> I kind of wish that was an option I had, but it's not. I've already put my eight hours in at work. That's crazy. Once we get done recording, I got about eight hours worth of editing because I got two shows to put together. That's right. But that's so okay because play, right? I love doing what I do. That's why Good. I I'm so happy and I'm glad to be here with you. Well, I'm glad to have you with me as well. Um, on our last tour, Diane and Jeanette and I started a conversation on the good and bad of the 50th anniversary celebration at Walt Disney World. And I know you didn't get to experience any of that personally. Although when you and I met up, that was just a few weeks before, and there were a lot of things that were out in preparation. Yeah. But I was wondering if along the way, I know you've probably kept an eye on things, if you had any thoughts of your own about what the 50th anniversary celebration was all about. The 100th? <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, you know, there's like, I actually, so the, the 50th for Disney World, I am actually very disappointed because I went to the Disneyland 50th and it was extravagant. Mm -hmm. People lined, I got in line and I ended up in DCA. This was in 2005, may I mind you. Lined up in DCA. At 11.45 p.m. the night before, we slept in DCA in line, woke up, and they let us in at about 5.45 in the morning into Disneyland. And the queue line in the Esplanade was already back completely full, no standing room from the gate to back to DCA. It was so mm. full. Wow. So they, they walked us all in a line, but as they got in, we got a commemorative. They they made a replica of the first ever given uh, pamphlet. So when you walked into Disneyland on the very opening day, they gave you a pamphlet of a replica, mm -hmm. a map, and golden Mickey ears that said 50th on the back. Everybody got a pair of Mickey ears. Yeah. And you walked up to the to the uh, hub and they had a huge show singers and the 
the uh, California mayor and the the governor was there, Arnold Schwarzenegger, and they had Christina Aguilera sing, and it was magical. And then they said, everybody, so you turn around, they said, put on your Mickey ears. So you, everybody put on their gold Mickey ears, and they said, just stop and turn around and look down Main Street. It was sea of gold ears. It was the coolest thing. And they just said, now everybody, shh. And they just said, happy birthday to you. And everybody sang. It gave everybody goosebumps. Everybody was crying. And I thought, they're going to do this. They're going to do it for Disney World. It's going to be huge. Guess what? It didn't happen. Not even close. It was so sad. Guys, they opened Disney World 50 years ago. Give them a little bit of love. Come on. They didn't. Okay, yep, we're going to come out with a new show. And I get COVID happened. But don't use this as an excuse. You know, sometimes Disney needs their little hands slapped. And boy, did they let us down. I'm I'm sorry. I'm just going to tell it like it is. They let the guests down and the lovers of Disney because... We wanted it. We wanted a glimpse of just a happiness. They've got great things going right now, but it's nothing like Disneyland. And I got to experience them both. Um, I was there for the actual day of the 50th, and it was was not the uh, most extravagant thing. How, how do you feel about that? Um, I don't disagree. Okay. I wasn't able to be there on, on the first day of it. I wish I could have been, but I had to leave a few days earlier because of the way my schedule was. Right. That and the fact I broke my leg. I know. <laughs> <laughs> it seemed so lacklustered, and we were saying this on the last tour as well. There was no pomp and circumstance involved. None. We were told at the previous D23, which I know was pre-COVID, that there were some things coming along that were going to, you know, boggle our minds. And so, Well, I got news for them. My mind is boggled by the <laughs> fact that they didn't do hardly anything that they said they were going to do the way it was supposed to be done. Right. You know, I didn't get to see Disney Enchantment in its first rendition. Okay. But what I did see of it, I realized there was absolutely no mention of this being the 50th anniversary celebration for Walt Disney World. I would have thought that that would have been the headliner. We were told that's why they were putting it there, but that didn't happen. Right. The same thing with Harmonious over at Epcot. Because of the anniversary, they were going to have this spectacular show at Epcot. Yep. And, you know, they stick this big ring in the center that takes away all the sight lines. And the screens and everything. And don't get me wrong. I've said this before. I'll say it again. I enjoyed the Harmonious show. That's all I'll say about okay. that. Okay. You did? I but did by not. the time I got to see Disney Enchantment, they had added a three or four minute front side where they talked a little bit about Walt and Roy and Mickey. They still didn't mention the 50th anniversary celebration. I, I'm just sorry. But in that show, in the Magic Kingdom, you're looking at the castle mention that it's the 50th anniversary celebration will you they didn't <laughs> right 
we were there to for harmonious. The funny thing was is especially my daughter, she had gone to Epcot the night previous and they actually debuted harmonious as a test run like this first night and we just happened to be there we happened to be there the night prior and she's like mom we watched this amazing show you we've got to go watch it it was fantastic (laughs) we show up and we're like this is going to be great cecily's giving it the best reviews oh it's going to be great and we watch it She's like, Mom, this is not the same show I just watched. And I'm like, what do you mean? Like, this is not the same way. No, it was the full show hmm. of Harmonious. They had released it. And it was the full show. So we got to see the very, very, very first show ever debuted of Harmonious. And we sat there and it was like, that is the most unlacklustered version of World of Color I've ever seen in my life. It was a big, huge barge, so underwhelming. And that's what everybody was comparing it to, at least at Yeah, Disney. and it flopped. They're like, let's get rid of it now. Their little octopus thing did not work. But, you know, you fast forward to, that was the 50th, but now we're in the 100th, you know, celebration. Yeah. Because it's 100 years. Of Disney. Of Disney. So do you feel like that the 100th hype has matched that? Or do you feel like it's just like meh? Like, what do you feel about the 100th? What's going on? I'm sure that it's matching it at Disneyland. It seems like Disneyland gets all the good stuff. I don't know about Disney World yet because they've just announced one thing today that is going to happen for that. And we still don't know anything about what it's called, what it's really going to be. The only thing that we know for sure, I think, this could change without notification. We heard a few weeks ago that the ring and the screens were going away. We heard that we're going to get those sight lines back. Whether that's true or not, I don't know. We'll see. But according to Disney Parks blog today, a new nighttime spectacular will debut at Epcot later this year. Don't you love their specific timeline? Later this year. Inviting everyone to gather around World Showcase Lagoon for a show that will unite us through commonalities of the heart in a dazzling display of fireworks, lasers, music, and light. Featuring an original composition along with select songs from the Disney Songbook, this new spectacular will remind us that we're more alike than different, connecting our hearts together as one. Now, I could be wrong, but doesn't that sound a little bit like what Illuminations was? Yes. So, <laughs> I I do. And I think I think the 100th anniversary, I don't know so much about Disney World. So, I'm going to touch base on Disneyland and bring it back to the West Coast. They have some great stuff. Like, I have had the fortunate ability to be able to go to Disneyland Every single month since January. And in fact, February went between middle of February and March. I went three times. (laughs) So I've been real or since like February. So it's just middle of March, but I'm going this weekend to go to club 33. I've seen some pretty amazing things at Disneyland and coming out the firework show. Mind blowing. Mm. It is up there. With the Disneyland 50th fireworks show, which has been my favorite fireworks show to ever come out at Disneyland or any Disney property at that. The fireworks 50th 
was so much fun and they nailed it. The parade, double, double thumbs down. I, I can't stand it. It's terrible. <laughs> so this new parade they have now, they only had it out for about three weeks prior to COVID and it came out. It's called Magic Happens Parade. Yeah. I don't like it. It's got a really good soundtrack. I love the soundtrack. You do? I'm yeah. not a fan. I'm not a fan. It doesn't like, usually Disney music like will touch me. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I feel it. I watched this and I was just like, what? Is, what are they doing? I don't know. Well, see, that's it just, just it. I, of... I haven't seen the visual part of it. I've just heard the music. You heard the music. Yeah. And I like the music, but I might be like you if I saw the parade. If it maybe <laughs> the music doesn't match what they're showing. Yeah, uh, no. So the Mickey's Money Runaway Railway, it is the exact cloned version of what we've got at Hollywood Studios. Right. But what they did is they made it like Toontown's theater. So it's called the El Capitoon Theater. And right. it looks just like, you know, the it looks just like the cartoon, the the actual theater. It's just cartoonified. And to be honest, this Sunday, Mickey's Toontown opens up, and I'm gonna be there for the actual opening day of Toontown, which I'm so excited about. So we're gonna get over there at Rope Drop, go see it. So I haven't seen it yet, but I'll let you know how I feel about that. But okay. so far, so good. The hundredth has kind of definitely stepped it up a notch. However, and, and also. When you go see the Lincoln, um, the Lincoln show, the presidents with Mr. Lincoln, yeah. they have this area out front where you wait. It's kind of like the one at Disney World where you it's like a little area you can kind of look around at. Well, they have this little exhibit in there. And usually they have quite a few little stuff to look at, like a little miniature museum, if you will. Well, right now it's a special Disney 100th celebration exhibit. And it's a tribute to Walt Disney and his vision and bringing film to life. And it's got a little miniature, you know, multi-plane camera. And there's only a few of them that actually exist still. And one of them is in the, the uh, Disney, right now it's at the Disney uh, Studios. But they have a miniature one. So that's all great. What I don't like, <laughs> here's, here's, the, here's the ticker, the colors. Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? Who thought up purple <laughs> and silver to drape amongst the most clashed colors down Main Street and all over this beautiful castle? It looks like somebody vomited <laughs> purple all over the place. I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. I said it. I hate it. I don't like it. It doesn't look good. And the merchandise is a joke. <laughs> <laughs> it's a purple joke. I'm just going to leave it out there. They did come out and I bought every single thing, Matthew, every little item they had. They have this line of merch and it's of the hundredth, but it's the retro version. So they've got this 100th anniversary, like a drawing board that make that you know, Walt used in his studios at Laughagram Theater or Laughagram Studios and all this stuff from the original Hyperion Studio line. Have you seen this yet? That little. No, I haven't. Okay. Look online. There's a merch 
section and it's all the hundreds, but it's all retro stuff from when Hyperion Studios was open. And it's very like 1920s, 1930s feel. And it, I, so I have a Walt Disney office and it's that, that era. So I had to buy it all. It all fits. I love it. So have you found Walt Disney World have a line? Because they sell them there too, but it's the Disney World version. But do you feel like that they brought the merch and the the decor and the special exhibits to Disney World? Let's start with the castle. Okay. I actually like our castle the way it is right now, and I kind of hope you do. Keep okay, it good. And mainly because with me being a colorblind person, I'm glad they picked colors I can actually see. <laughs> okay. It helps me to enjoy it if I can see the colors. I don't know if I care for the extra turrets that they put out in front to kind of flank the castle. Okay. I can't do anything about them. They're there, so okay. But did they really need to do that? I don't know. I don't know. Right. So the 50, because right now Disney World is talking more about the 50th, which is kind of weird right. because then Disneyland, it's all about the 100th. Which is weird to me because when Disneyland had the 50th, it was at every park. Like they spread it around. So you would think, oh, it's the 50th. Let's share it at Disneyland too. No, it was just Disney World. Right. So, but I, I really like, I did watch the uh, Disney Enchantment show, which is, you know, the fireworks show that they have. So great. And, but you don't like the extra turrets that they put out? I don't know. It it just. I can't explain how it hit me. I, I can't say I had a positive effect. It didn't really have a I'm just kind of meh about them. <laughs> They're there. And depending on where you're at, they could kind of be in the way, depending on what you're trying to look at. Right. The one thing I noticed is that outside of Magic Kingdom, there wasn't a lot of to-do about it being the 50th anniversary in the other parks. Agreed. Agreed. Nor was there a whole lot in any of the resorts that I visited while I was down there. Agreed. When we were there, right? So we got to be one of the first ones to ride Remy's Ratatouille Adventure because it just opened for the yeah, 50th. Yeah, right? the, the, that I didn't was know it. anybody that could sneak me in on that. <laughs> <laughs> I would have, but we were all out of space on the, the card that Brandon right. had. But I was not that impressed i loved going into space 220 that was amazing i've heard like some people don't like it it was kind of underwhelming to them it's a money grab no i think it was fantastic the the food was fun the atmosphere was great luckily i snagged three reservations there while we were they had just opened the reservations during the time we were there so i was able to get three of them we went a couple times, and uh, I loved it. How do you feel about the fifty character, the Fab Fifty characters found all over the park? Do you think that was? I wish I could have found them all over the parks. I didn't <laughs> exactly. find them. All. That's what I was going for. I'm like, but I have heard that they're going to keep them. They might reposition them, but I've okay. heard that the statues themselves are going to stay, and I hope so. Otherwise, my Magic Band Plus is worthless. <laughs> I liked most of the statues that I saw. I loved the Figment one. Who doesn't? If you love Figment, you're going to like that statue. That's all I got to say. I liked the one of Stitch hanging out on the wall over there at Tomorrowland. That was pretty cool. I'm not a big Stitch fan, but that caught my eye. I like that. 
Um, For all the ones that I found, I enjoyed them. I thought, I thought some of them were placed a little weird. It's like they were placed in areas where, okay, how does this connect to where it's sitting? Maybe it was just a play, an open spot. And they thought, well, let's just put it there. But I liked overall, I liked the fact that they had those. I wish I could have had the time to find them all. Yeah, me too. You know, I think there's, there's always good and bads to every celebration that Disney offers and what it has and what it doesn't have. And I, I feel like they kind of used COVID as a crutch and they have been, (laughs) they've used it as an excuse and that's sad to not give the level of wow effect that Disney is capable of. And they used it because they could have, they just, Oh, we need, we're going to save money. You know, that's really what it came down to. Oh, it gives us a reason to not bring back live entertainment. It brings us, it gives us a reason not to bring back, you know, shows that were there. It, it, it they just used character it and meals. used it. Character meals. Exactly. Meet and We're greets. still waiting for the big one to come back. There's been nothing said about 1900 Park Fair. Not a word. See? That's what I mean. And it's really sad. Like, that was a good one. That was some of the best. That's my favorite of all the ones I've done so far. Yes. I'm thinking seriously about Cinderella's Royal Table just because I'd love to have the experience of sitting inside the castle. It is great to do it. I don't know that I want to pay that kind of money for the privilege. (laughs) It is amazing. And it's worth it to do it once. We did it. My daughter was eight. When we did it, it was a while mm-hmm. ago. That was the days where you had to call up at exactly 7 a.m. Florida time. Right. I remember you telling and me about that. The first five minutes, it was sold out. <laughs> but those days are over because now you don't even, they don't have character, they don't have the princesses walk around inside the castle right now. You only get to see Cinderella, and it's only when you enter the castle and do a photo op with her, and that's it. You go upstairs and eat. So there's no character princess interaction. It's just Cinderella right now. I don't know if it's going to come back with all of them, but I do know it's just Cinderella right now. It's 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 great, but there's so much that they left out and they could have done so much more. It's like Disney like comparing it to the 100th of Disneyland that you know, it's the 100th of the Disney company, which is all across the board. So they are celebrating the 100th at Disney World, but they're focusing on the 50th, and I understand that. Yeah, it's delayed at Disney World, and I don't know. We don't know if or what any of the other things they're going to do might be for that. Right. It's through March, so the 50th ends. What day does the 50th end? Because I know it's through March something. Through March 31st of 2023. So the 50th is almost over and they're going to go right into the 100. And hopefully, hopefully they'll bring all new amazing things as they did to Disneyland. And they bring it because COVID, they can't use COVID as a crutch anymore. And I really, really, really think that uh, Bob Iger kind of nailed it when he said just recently, you know, he's like, Without speaking, you know, bluntly, he just said, we were uh, money hungry and we're sorry we 
you know, we're sorry we did this. We're going to, we're going to scale it back. I translate that to layman's terms as saying we blew it. Uh, yes. Boom, 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 boom. You said it. Bob Iger knows what Chapek did. Yep. And he is working a little bit at a time to undo some of it. Now, he's not going to be able to undo everything, I don't think. I think his one of his top priorities, if I remember hearing the interview correctly, is to return the quality of the experience to a level justified by the amount of money that we're paying to be there. Bring back Magical Express. And it'll fix a whole heck of a lot. Bring back freaking yeah, magical I don't know about that, but Come on. I, I know that's your campaign. I got you. I will stand there and shout it to the rooftops because it pushes people to stay off property now. There is yeah. zero reason for them to stay in the Disney bubble. To get free transportation pushes people to be like, oh, well, I'm just going to drive. That's why they started it. I can just right. get a ride to the Disney properties. Of course, I'm going to take that option. Well, that does two things. It, it gets you going into the Disney bubble early because as soon as you sit in that bus. You're in. Yes. They got Correct. the background music playing. Yeah. And when you leave, they give you the introduction video that lasts almost the entire ride. When you're in mco and you go down to that level b and it's yep. disney fied and they're like hi i'll tell you a story i'm not gonna go off on a long tangent the very first time brian and i went to disney world we got on a plane five in the morning got over there it was the most magical thing that ever happened i got goosebumps and it was like this is disney magic i even wrote it in my scrapbook so we go mm -hmm. down there and we didn't know where we were going and we had a land and sea package, right? We had gotten land and sea. So we were supposed to go to Disney World first. And we go down and I said, I walk up to the Disney kiosk, which was at down in the in the airport. And I said, I'm so sorry. Where do we go? We don't know where to go. And she puts on her Mickey gloves and she turns around and she looked at her desk and she goes, you're right where you're supposed to be with her hands. And I was just like what you could have heard the mickey pixie dust flowing down in slow motion when she did that like it was so surreal to me and i'm like brandon she just did that it was like right here ding you hear the mixy pixie dust going and as silly as that is that was one of the my favorite moments and i said no that's disney right they she's just like welcome and they don't have that option anymore. And it rips my heart out mm -hmm. because going on the buses and doing a countdown and Kate, my, we always would sit next, right? Our favorite place is to sit right behind the bus driver because we love talking to the bus drivers. It's a 45 minute conversation to get to know them. And we always ask them, hey, can we do a countdown right before we go under the big Mickey, you know, Disney yep, World sign? We're like, ready? 10. And we get the whole bus to count down every single time. It's Brandon's favorite thing to do. He's like, we're going to do a countdown. Okay, guys. And the guy will give him the microphone like 10, 9. And we do it. Yay, we're at Disney World. Because it's it's a pre-Disney World experience. And you're in the bubble when you're on the freaking bus. Right. Now, what you're taking an Uber that you have to spend $200 more for your family to get to a park. Like that is no reason for me to go, well, I'm going to go stay off property. Then I can save a thousand dollars and take an Uber every morning for 10 bucks. Right. 
like there is zero incentive to stay on property now. So I hope that the end of this 50th, they can bring it back and realize that they really screwed up. And they could probably put out a competitive bid for that because there's more than one company doing it now. Yep. And I'm pretty sure the company that runs Sunshine Flyer would love the opportunity to get in on that action. Right. Because they still do it, right? Mirrors is still they're doing, doing it. They're doing a great job. Sunshine Flyer is doing a great job. The only, okay. the only downside to them is it's not a 24-hour service. Okay. Was Outside Magical that, Express ever 24-hour? Yeah. Oh, it was? Yes. Okay. I didn't realize. Oh, well, it's just your bags, right? Like, they took you, but it was just your bags issue. Like, if it were past a certain time, you had to go get your If it was bags. past a certain time, you had to claim your bags and bring them on the bus with you. That's right. And Mirrors is 24 hours now. But depending on what your need is, if there, if there aren't enough people, they may just flag one of their vans or, or a cab over. They'll pay for the ride. Right. Because you've already, you know, you've already done that. But they'll use whatever equipment is needed to get you there. The other thing is with mirrors between certain hours, and I don't know what they are, but sometime in the night, I shared this last time, we had this experience. We got picked up at about 3.30 in the morning at French Quarter. We went to Riviera, picked up a, a handful of other people, and then we went to the Peabody. That is not a Disney resort. No. See, that's a little different. And that's what Mirrors is doing now is they're combining rides. Right. I don't know if during regular hours. If they would have done that. When yeah. you check in there, if they're doing exclusively Disney World on that bus. Right. But the way they're presenting themselves, it almost reads like it depends on what passengers show up as to where they could go to a Universal Resort before they go over to, to Disney World. Yeah. So what is the cost of it now? What does it, what does Mirrors charge you? It's like a hundred. Well, that's the thing is that Mirrors and Sunshine Flyer are fairly comparable. It's roughly 32 bucks round trip for either one. Round trip. Okay. So a yeah. family of four, you're still spending, you know, an extra hundred plus right. dollars to get you there when it was free. That's my, that's but like my Sunshine Flyer, they, they've got this track record of running specials. Last year it was kids ride free. Nice. This year, right now, if you book it before the end of this month, it doesn't matter when you're traveling. Diane took advantage of this, I think. It's $12 per person round trip. All I know is whoever's idea it was, oh, you know, Magical Express's uh, contracts ending, we should let it go. Needs to be slapped upside the head. Whoever thought that was a good idea. He got fired. <laughs> Well, yeah. And unfortunately, <laughs> from what I understand, Mears had almost zero warning that that was coming. Oh, for sure. They found out the same time we did. And that's pathetic. Yes. They did. You're right. They didn't know. That's a poor business ethic. As oh, horrible. Concerned. He deserved to be fired. Deserved it. Yeah. Even though they say he stepped down. Oh, bull crap. So I think, like, like I said, I think... I think the Bob Iger is doing what he can to get things back in step. Will he, he needs to do more? <laughs> will he bring Magical Express back? There's promise on the horizon of that because one of the things he did almost as soon as he took over was he put free parking back in at the resorts. Exactly. That's what I'm talking about. That's huge. Huge. Yes. 
It's not those money penny grabbing crap that was happening. I almost swore. (laughs) It's not that little pinch every penny. There's a show on uh, YouTube. I highly, highly, highly recommend it. It's, It's about the lines at Disney. And it's by, um, I want to say Disney Underground or, oh, Defunct Land. It was from a year ago. It's Disney's Fast Pass, a complete, a complicated history is what it's called. Put that in the show notes. I highly, highly, highly recommend you go watch that, guys. Matthew, go watch this video. It's on YouTube. It's by Defunct Land. It's a little, it's a little more, it's like an hour and a half long, but it is so well made and there's this little part in it, and it talks about how Disney created a monster. And it started eating all the people, and there was no yeah. way to get out of this monster. And the only way to get out of it was to feed the monster. <laughs> and then once they fed the monster, it just keep kept eating more people, as in the money grabbing. It's so good, and it's so spot on. And I really feel like... Bob Iger saw what was happening and said, we got to stop it. So go yeah. watch that, put it in the show notes for our listeners. Cause it's, it's a great YouTube video, but it's about that and kind of relates to the 50th of what happened. Truly, truly, right. truly. It's all about um, magic bands and Disney genie plus and how it just failed. And they had to keep going with it. You know, it's all part of this. They just said, Oh, it's so magical. Nobody likes it. Nobody likes lightning lane it's horrible it's not it it coincided with the 50th oh it's part of the magic no it's not magical (laughs) it just makes lines horrible and it's and you know the 50th has so many good things to it and so many things that were so many bad things that were repercussions of covid that you can't hold accountable some of the things Disney can be held accountable for and they needed to get their little hand slapped. And I feel like Bob Iger saw that and was like, Hey, we got to fix it. Well, I watched, I watched the Disneyland 60, 60th anniversary from afar. And if I had to take a guess that was treated better than our 50th anniversary. was. Heck yes. I went to the 60th too. As I yep. recall, isn't that when they introduced paint the night? It is. Absolutely. I was there that day. I went to the 50th as well as the 60th and both were fantastic. So we stayed and watched the fireworks show and stayed and watched paint the night and drove home. We didn't get home till 5:30 in the morning. It was insane. The 60th was so much fun. And again, happy birthday. Here's your commemorative pin. I was there. I got them all over my fridge. They didn't even give you a pin when you walked through the gates of the 50th. At all. Nothing. Right? So that was kind of lackluster and uncool of Disney. That's the thing. is, I felt like there was so much potential. So much. And some of the things we're talking about wouldn't have taken a lot of effort or, by comparison, money. Nope. Throw a few decorations up in each of the resorts. I mean, good Lord, you decorate everything for Christmas. Yep. An anniversary display wouldn't have to be that big. Right. I'm glad that we stayed at French Quarter on our last trip because, at least for us, that was special. Yeah. You know, that was a great resort, and we had easy access to everything. It, yeah. There. French Quarter is great. Would I have liked those scenes some 50th anniversary splash? Absolutely. They didn't even have anything in the gift shop. 
And let's bring it back to merch for a minute, shall we? Because I got a, I got issues with that. I was there the same time you were, you know, a few weeks before, and they were just starting to put some stuff out. And I said this the last time, they didn't have anything my size. Right. Whether it was a t-shirt or a hat. I have a 50th anniversary hat, but it's a youth cap, <laughs> which I can wear as long as I shave all the hair off my head. It fits fine. Oh, no. But right. they didn't have an adult cap. Right. I agree. I don't know if they had it in stock and it sold that fast or if they just didn't have them. And I understand that a year and a half ago when they started all this, that there may have been some supply issues. Okay, fast forward, September 2022, I still couldn't find a hat for an adult. So what's the deal? The only shirt I could find, I got a spirit jersey for Harmonious. And I love it. I sparkle when I wear it. It's pretty cool. It was the only thing I could find where they made a shirt anywhere close to the size that I need. Right. And unlike most Disney clothing that's been washed a couple of times, it doesn't shrink. You know, I can get by with an XL if it doesn't shrink. Right. Because they're usually sized a little larger and that's fine. If you don't carry a 3X for some of us that are, I'm working on losing weight folks, but until I get there, I need clothes to cover this body up because nobody needs to see this. <laughs> I love my Disney stuff, but I can't wear it if you don't make it for me. Right. Do do I pay a little extra for a larger size? Yeah, sometimes it's an extra buck or two. That's okay. I'll pay it if it's a shirt I like. Right. Well, I feel like they leave, you know, they call them poo-sized people, but like my husband, yeah. he had a hernia that was so big, but I think they get lost in the merch as well mm -hmm. as the ride constructions it's like yep. oh we're not going to take into account that people might not be able to fit on this and that sucks yeah because i got on avatar and I, they they tried to squeeze the turnips out of me yeah get me in that seat well my mom had gotten on the one outside and she was devastated they're like no you can't go on it and i and i didn't know when we got in line and i'm like where's my mom oh they didn't let her go on i'm like what I said, mom can go on this. Like, there's no reason my mom, reason my mom wouldn't mm -hmm. have been able to go. So I get off. She was really sad. She was waiting with Brandon. Brandon could not have ridden that just because of where his stomach issues were. Right, right, right. Down. So I went and got my mom and I'm like, get on. We're going back. So we went back in line and she got on and she was just happy as a clam. And I'm like, yeah. I told you so. <laughs> but it, it really is hard to get. Like, if you are too big or have issues on that ride, you're not getting on it. And that's really right. sad because they could have they could have made it to where more people could ride it. And Disney works on on the idea of being inclusive. Inclusive. And that is not. That's not inclusive. Exactly. Well, I went to Universal Studios like a couple weeks ago. That place yeah. is the most in, in inclusive place I've ever been. Like those rides. <laughs> like What? How? Yeah. How do they get away with this? Nothing. So Disney does do better in that, but I think they've got a, they definitely Disney has flaws, but we love it. Let's get real. That's why we have it in our DNA. That's why we keep coming back and we can talk. It's a company, so we can talk the things that we don't like, but to be honest, we love it. We love Disney. We love what they do. We love the brand. We're so supportive of it. Disney's always going to be a part of my life. Mine too, somehow. 
<laughs> yeah. I I love the parks and I'm hoping to get to Disneyland soon, especially now that there's a cut rate carrier that can get me to John Wayne International straight from where I live for like a hundred bucks each way. I'm going to find a way to make that fit hopefully sooner rather than later. Right. But I love Disney World. That's where my love for the parks started. That's where it will remain. I want to see Disneyland because I know that that's the park that Walt built and he has always, always, always been an idol of mine since I was a kid. Yes. And I don't know who's going to take over once Bob Iger steps aside again. I've said this before. I'm going to say it again. I wish they would go back to having team leads. Right. Walt had Roy. Let's use that as a, as a model. Let's get someone in there that's creative and someone else who can just figure out how to make it work with the money. Yeah. And let's get some quality back into the experience. We pay the money because we love Disney. I'm not in such a hurry to pay the money because the quality of the experience isn't what it was even 10 years ago. Yeah. Do I have hope that that's going to return? Yeah, I do. I think Bob Iger is helping to fuel that hope right now. Oh, I, I hope so. Time will tell. And I hope that as we get closer to the close of the 50th anniversary of Walt Disney World, that we might start seeing more things about the 100th anniversary of Disney showing up on the East Coast. Let's stop using Disney World as a stepchild and correct. keep working on making it the park that we know it can be. Yep. Agreed. Well, Mindy, I sure appreciate you coming in and sharing your thoughts. Uh Thank I like you. that I didn't have to talk too much. You took care of it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I think I took over the show today. I was just, I was really, okay. really, really reared up. <laughs> Mindy had a rant, but I just feel so compassionate about Disney as well. You, and we love it. We love to hate it sometimes, but we do love it. And it makes us so. We're happy. not afraid to call them out. Exactly. We are not afraid to call them out when they need to be called out. And I, I feel like they're starting to hear us. So yes. that's the good yes, thing. Yes, I think they are too. So I appreciate you. And always, 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 I hope you have a better day and things go well for you. We're praying for you. So listeners, Thanks. please send up a prayer for Magical Matthew. He's had some things in his life going out, but just let him know we care about him and that uh, he could use some extra pairs. So we appreciate you. All right. And with that, folks, we're going to bring this tour to a close. We'll catch you on the next trip. Woo -woo. Thank you for joining us on this tour of Disney Conversations. As always, we invite you to join the discussion on our Disney Conversations Facebook page or by emailing us directly at DisneyConversations at Outlook.com. Until next we meet, tourists. PTFN, ta-ta for now. <laughs>